Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about a way to strengthen your New Year's resolution and help you achieve long-term goals, whether apple cider vinegar is really a health tonic, and an Australian crater that could force us to rethink how we judge a planet's age. Let's satisfy some curiosity. You didn't think we'd start the year without talking about New Year's resolutions, did you? Well, look, whether you made a resolution or not, there are things you can do that'll help you achieve your long-term goals. So we're going to start off today with a way to help you strengthen your New Year's resolution or reach any other goal you're working toward. And this strategy comes from the 1980s from a New York University researcher named Peter Golvitzer. He found that for most people, the hardest thing about sticking to a long-term goal was not willpower or motivation. Instead, it all came down to overcoming those short-term urges that could derail their progress. You might plan to eat healthy food all week, but then the grocery store has a sale on donuts or Doritos. Oh no! Your goal flies out the window, and that junk food flies right into your shopping cart. So Golvitzer came up with a technique to help that happen less, and he called it implementation intentions. Those have also come to be known as if-then tactics. Golvitzer and his colleagues conducted hundreds of studies, and they found that no matter what the goal was, the thing that helped people keep working toward them was anticipating obstacles. But it's not just about imagining what could go wrong. For some people, that part is actually paralyzing. Instead, Golvitzer's strategy involves making an action plan for how to get past those obstacles. So instead of thinking, what could go wrong, you're thinking, here's how I will get through it. And as goals get harder, this strategy works better. The strategy works best for people who struggle with perseverance, patience, and impulse control. Golfitzer found that people had particular success using this method when dealing with schizophrenia, alcoholism, and ADHD. If you want to try implementation intentions for yourself, then basically take some time to think about all the obstacles that might come up on your way to meeting a goal. Then come up with concrete strategies you'll use to overcome them. So for example, if you want to spend more time engaging with your family and less time on social media, you would write down a goal like spend less time on Facebook. Then you would make a note of the temptations you could possibly face. Like while you're in the kitchen, you feel like scrolling through Facebook while you're cooking instead of talking to your family. And then finally, you would make a plan for how to resist those temptations. Like put your phone in the bedroom when you get home or keep it out of the kitchen. Follow the template, when situation X arises, I will perform response Y and see if it helps. You can do it. You just have to plan for the worst. Apple cider vinegar. Is it a healing potion or another one of those unhelpful health fads? On the one hand, you have actual medical evidence saying that it can do good things for your blood sugar, triglycerides, and body weight. On the other hand, you have new age websites claiming it can do everything from detoxify your body to cure cancer. So let's get to the bottom of it. Is apple cider vinegar all it's cracked up to be? So to back up, vinegar is not a new cure. For thousands of years, people have used vinegar to prevent infection and scurvy. It's been used for treating colds and coughs since the time of Hippocrates. During outbreaks of the plague, some people even used it to prevent infection. If it's been around that long, maybe there's something to it. As for modern science, there is some evidence that vinegar can prevent blood sugar spikes. And some animal studies have suggested that vinegar can improve metabolism and prevent fat accumulation. That was an animal study, but one study with actual people showed that a daily dose of vinegar could contribute to modest weight loss. Those studies are often quoted by people on social media. 
But the thing is that neither of them looked at apple cider vinegar specifically. But here's what apple cider vinegar won't do, despite what the Internet's best advice would like you to believe. It will not lower blood pressure, detoxify you, or cure cancer. And the biggest downside is not that it's ineffective, but that it can actually be harmful. Apple cider vinegar can damage your teeth if you sip it straight. And it's also been known to lower potassium, so it can be dangerous for people with high blood pressure. And it can change insulin levels. When you take those drawbacks into account, the benefits of apple cider vinegar are mild at best. Basically, apple cider vinegar in diluted doses probably won't hurt you. It certainly isn't a cure-all, and it may not be doing you all the good that you hope it will. But a swig a day probably won't do damage. So drink up if you want, but keep it in moderation. So does that mean I'm going to win the apple cider vinegar chugging contest I challenged you to? Yes. Hmm, well, <laughs> no big deal. Just add that to my resume. Curiosity Perfect. champion of the apple cider vinegar chugging contest. You, you got it. I'll give you the title. Today's episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with Skillshare's online classes. What you find just might surprise and inspire you. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. And an annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Not bad compared to what you'd normally spend on in-person classes and workshops. It's a new year and my apartment needs a new look. And that's why I'm taking a class called Style Your Space, Creative Tips and Techniques for Interior Design. It's taught by Emily Henderson, who happens to be one of the most well-known and popular interior stylists on the internet. You've maybe even seen her on HGTV's Design Star or on her hit TV show Secrets from a Stylist. Pretty legit. Skillshare is a proud sponsor of Curiosity Daily. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com curiosity and get two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash curiosity. That's Skillshare.com slash curiosity. More than 100,000 years ago, a meteor the size of a semi-trailer crashed into Australia. Ancient history, right? Wrong. The crater it left might force us to rethink how we judge a planet's age. So here's the scoop on Wolf Creek Crater. It's deemed to be the second largest crater on Earth, and the meteorite that formed it was probably about 50 feet or 15 meters in diameter. Scientists initially pegged the crater at 300,000 years old, which is about the same age as the human species. But the new estimate suggests that it's only 120,000 years old. And that's the real story. That 200,000-year age adjustment was partly due to better scientific equipment— but it was also partly thanks to two independent dating techniques that researchers used. The first was exposure dating. That estimates how long the sediment has been exposed to cosmic rays on the Earth's surface. And the second was optically stimulated luminescence. That measures how long ago sediment was last exposed to sunlight. In this case, that sediment refers to sand that was buried after the impact. According to the researchers, the findings from both of these methods support each other. And redating the crater in Australia has implications that could rock our understanding of our solar system. Astronomers have been estimating the age of planets and moons by counting the number of craters in an area, then comparing that number with an estimate of how often a small world smacks into the surface. 
Basically, if scientists find a crater that's younger than expected, that might mean that the rate of objects hitting Earth and other worlds slightly increases. Now, don't worry about the increase of possible threats to Earth. NASA assures us that's not something we need to lose sleep over. The larger implication is that the ages of craters all over the solar system may have to be reconsidered. And this might affect our understanding of ancient climates and life on other worlds, as well as right here on Earth. Thanks, Wolf Creek Crater. What did you learn today, Ashley? <laughs> I learned that for any goal I have, I need to take into account all the mistakes and temptations that I might run into and come up with ways to deal with those before I actually run into them. And those are called implementation intentions. And I would ask if you're going to use those in your New Year's resolution, but if you want it to be successful, you're not supposed to tell anyone. That's right. So that's why I'm not going to tell you mine either. Definitely not because I don't have any, <laughs> but because I want to make sure that I actually do them. I certainly believe you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I learned there's some evidence that apple cider vinegar has some health benefits, like balancing blood sugar, adjusting triglyceride levels, maybe even some weight loss. But apple cider vinegar is not going to lower your blood pressure or detoxify you or cure cancer. And overall, the effects are pretty mild at best. So probably won't change my diet anytime soon. But I am going to order a trophy for apple cider vinegar chugging champion. <laughs> you go for it. And that new techniques in dating craters are making us realize that the age of the surface of all of the planets might not be what we think it is, which is wild. Turns out dating craters is almost as hard as dating online. Am I right? I am right. hey <laughs> <laughs> Today's stories were written by Kelsey Donk and Elizabeth Howell and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Script writing was by Cody Goff and Sonia Hodgen. Curiosity Daily is produced and edited by Cody Goff. By the way, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network. 